millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Support Wrestle Talk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. This intro's going to be a lot better because I'm Ollie Davis and I'm joined by the man I have a new appreciation for in podcast intro and outros. He holds the ship and correspondence together. It's Luke Owen. Hello, Swap Nation. And uh, hello to you, Oliver Davis. Was it? It's, it's not that hard to do these intros and outros, though. I don't is know. it not? I, d- I don't know. I just feel like I, I, uh, I just thought, oh, Luke sent me the emails. I'll take it from there. I think the other thing is that I have no natural chemistry with Laurie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're just, we just don't get on. We're two, two square pegs mm-hmm. just hammering into each other. I actually thought that you two did rather well. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm I, only kidding. I, uh, I very much enjoyed it. I also want to give you some props because you really showed me up in your reading of emails. Oh, did I? Well, in the sense of you pre-read them. Cut out the bits that didn't need to be said mm. and just gave like the, the little juicy centers that you needed. Like uh, if it was a Tootsie Pop, you just got rid of all the outer layers and just gave you that sweet little nectar at the at the center of it. Whereas I will be like, nope, these people have spent time writing out these words. I'm going to read them, but in doing so, poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, we, we all learned. <laughs> we you, all I learned. showed you a better way to do things. You did. And do you know what I've not done? Pre-ready. Not no, that, I've, I've, not, I've not done that. I mean, that's, that would be a very quick turnaround to implement feedback. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, but it's feedback I've had for months. <laughs> so, but I am quite slow at these sorts of things. Uh, but a good intro and outro yesterday. Uh, some good Pokemon chat. I tuned out a little bit. Mm. Um, and I enjoyed the emails that I had already read and then sent you across. Well, I started the Pokemon chat. I wanted to continue the awkwardness that mm-hmm. started it off. Um, but Laurie then got into Pokemon because he knows a lot about it, which it. made me interested. <laughs> so we couldn't, we couldn't not get interested in, in uh, the, the inane chat. Mm. What, so you weren't here yesterday. I what, was not. Tell us what you were doing. Uh, well, um, I had to uh, run some errands. Um, I, I mean, I had to take my wife to the hospital. It's, it's, nothing, it's, it's nothing bad. Don't bring it down. Well, I mean, you get, brought it up. No, but I was just saying the other stuff you did. Oh, well, yeah, I did that. But, you know. That, what that's... does Luke do on a day off? He still edits the podcast. That's what he does. <laughs> I said to you, because I knew you would just upload the, the YouTube audio, and I was like, I'm not having this, because I take pride in this. You it, do, you do. And I, I like to have proper intros and outros. The Podswafters like this, so I want to give it to them. 
Um, so I just said like, hey man, I'll have some time in the afternoon. Just send it across and I'll edit it from, from home. I don't mind. Um, so I tidied up the house a bit, did the washing up. Um, I watched some of Games Done Quick, which is the uh, event that's going on at the moment with people speed running games for charity. Watched that for a little bit. Uh, and then I played Quackshot for the Mega Drive, which is one of my favorite games. Got very frustrated on the final level because it is not hard. It's just frustrating to play because you can die quite easily. And that's annoying. Mm. And it's unlimited. Why is that not hard? Because it's you, you die. It, whenever you die, it is your fault. It's not because the game is like it's not because the game is frust- it, it, The game is hard and you die and you're like, I'm an idiot for dying that way. That's really frustrating. Uh huh. Um, and it is a game for kids. Okay. You know, um, but it is very hard and very frustrating. And uh, so I played that for a bit. It's also got unlimited continues, which just means that I may as well get to the end. Like that, that's the sort of mindset. I mean, it's like, I mean, I've come this far. I'm, mm. not gonna, I'm just not going to stop playing now because I know I can beat this game. I've beaten it a lot. So I'm just going to beat it again. 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Luke, you coming to bed. Shut up, woman! I heard that. Because I then played Castlevania uh, on the NES. And that is equally as frustrating. But that is a game I've never beaten. Because mm. I can never get past death. There's the, the hallway before death is a nightmare to traverse if you don't have the holy water. But in order to have the holy water, you've got to get through that whole level without dying. And that's not an easy task. Because you've got to do it essentially with only two power-ups to get you through to the end it's, it's not easy how close is that to the end then well uh, how do you mean like if you can't beat death mm-hmm. is death the last level second to last yes right. is it? yeah it's the penultimate before you then get into mm. like dracula's castle and and go and face dracula um so i've never beaten the game and again couldn't get, couldn't get past could get past the hallway but then i've only got like two hit points left before i face death one hit and I'm dead. Happens over and over and over again. But again, unlimited continues. So you just keep doing it, don't you? You just keep trying and you just keep failing. And that's what I did for two hours. The game only takes 20 minutes to beat if you can do it right. Two hours later, still couldn't get past death. And it would just go, do you want to continue? Yes, I bloody well do. I'm going to give it another go. And my wife came into the room and said, like, um, should we make some dinner? And then I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just finish up playing this game. Did I? No. I just kept on playing. And then I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm going to effectively uh, stop you playing. Didn't, you didn't finish it. I, of course I bloody didn't. I've never finished the game. Uh. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm so angry now. It's my day off work and I'm annoyed. And I don't want to be annoyed on my day off from work. So I pressed stop. I turned it off. And then I went out and I had some nice dinner with my wife. And then because I'd spent so long playing a stupid game from 30 years ago, I then had to make my lunch later at night. And then I made my lunch and I went to bed. And that was my day off. Well, sounds sounds really fun and rewarding. I had a great time. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, that's your thing, isn't it? You've got Spider-Man just sitting there yep. on your PS4. Uh-huh. You've played an accumulative 20 minutes of it, I would say, from what you've I've told done, me. I think I've done two out. of the bosses on there. I've certainly done, oh, I want to say Scorpion. I definitely mm. did the Scorpion. Well, that's the one in the bank, right? Wow. Yeah. I did, wow, I've that done, is. I've done that one. So early on. Yeah, I've done that. That's like first 10%. What, who's the next boss? I can't remember. I don't think I've done a boss since Scorpion. So mm. that, that is where I am currently at with the game. I, on, I, it's been so long since I played it, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so I haven't. But Castlevania. Castlevania, I spent Hot a good back on that. two hours playing that. A game I've yet to beat. And I could beat Spider Man because that game's dead easy. I could definitely beat that game. Right, mate. <laughs> well, why haven't you then? 
I beat it really well. Because <laughs> I want to play Castlevania. I also downloaded um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the uh, PS4, a game which came out 20 years ago. But I That's more recent. It's more recent, and it's also great. Mm. But my wife was also using Netflix, so I couldn't use my PS4 yesterday. Um, but there, I, So I've got a stack of PS4 games that I've got since, buying, since getting one. I've finished two of them. I finished Uncharted, which is a game for the PS3. I finished that one, and I finished Doom because I really enjoyed Doom. But I haven't finished any of the other games I've bought for it since then. So Resident Evil 7, haven't finished that. Haven't finished Spider-Man. Alien Isolation, I've probably played for, played for about five minutes. You know, nowhere near finishing that one. Well, so I've got for the, you know, there's loads of games I've bought and I've just not finished. Or played for about ten minutes and, and never gone back to. I feel so anxious when that happens. Yeah. If I've just got uncompleted things, unread books, half-watched TV series, uncompleted movies... They're just there, yeah. mocking me. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. Come you can't complete you can't me. You can't finish this. No. What's I'm, the with you? I'm, a, I'm six parts, uh, with each episode being 70 minutes long. There's no way you're going to complete Wild Wild Country on Netflix, Ollie. And Netflix <laughs> knows that. And it's just going to keep on putting, continue watching right at the top. Oh, no. You just want to go and watch a 20-minute disposable episode of a comedy, don't you? Because yeah. you don't want to invest your time and learn something. And you can just see it falling further and further down the continue watching list. I watched new, I watched another episode of it last night. Mm. Um, I'm up to episode three now. And it wasn't even on the continue watching thing and it dropped off. I didn't know that happened. I'm back into watching Daredevil again. You said, yeah. Great show, mate. Mm. Season three, ex- off to a hot start, I would say. Uh, how was Wild Wild Country episode three? It was great. They, um, it's, it's one of those things that's very good when you watch it. And then you're like, I don't care about watching anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh, the sign of a quality TV show. Yeah, it's Breaking Bad series one and two. <laughs> Don't act like that didn't happen to you. It took me four years to watch all of Breaking Bad. Yeah. And from what I've heard, that's not an uncommon experience. I've not, I've not watched a single episode of it, mm. so I can't really comment on that one too much. But I, I've, whenever people tell me, it's the same with um, The Wire. It's like, oh, you've got to get through the first two seasons, and then it gets good. The or, first season's amazing. The second series is arguably the best one. I have been told otherwise. I've certainly been told you have to get through the first season mm. in order to watch it. And I'm like, that's a long time. I haven't got that time. I haven't even got time to finish Spider-Man, even though I had all day yesterday and I didn't even play it. That's how little time I've got. I think it's a priority issue rather than a time issue. That could, that could also be an issue. I also realised as well, because my wife ended up working from home for the rest of the day, that... I just I would have just rather just hung out with her. I would have just Lame. rather sat on the sofa and watched something with her than than play a game on my own for a bit. Mm. Yeah. So if she's there, I, I just want to play games. I, I don't I don't want to play games. Rather, I just want to I want to. If she's there, I just if she's, I if she's there, I just want to get as far away as possible and do anything else. Now, when she's there, I just want to watch TV shows with her. Well, that's the end of the <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we've got some rest talk get betters uh, at the end of this and. I may even do an Agony Arts request. So we're going to be kicking off this show talking about... Ollie's also brought up iTunes reviews because I think he wants to do some of those. I forgot. I keep forgetting that we're going to do them. Uh, So we're kicking off the show talking about Becky Lynch becoming the new number one contender to Asuka's SmackDown Women's Championship at the Royal Rumble. This is how you do the the segue into the next bit of the show. very well done. For future reference. Uh, And then we'll have the rest of the SmackDown review. And then the outro. Here's the show. 
We're going to kick off with the news coming out of the triple threat main event, a cracking three-way between Carmella, Charlotte and Becky Lynch, which was to decide the number one contender for Asuka's women's title at the Royal Rumble. And, as you can see here, I've written at the start of this match, Prediction. Charlotte wins. Carmella is there to take the fall. Amen. 50% of the time, you're right every time. And I thought, I'm going to write that down there as proof. So when it exactly plays out that way, I can show Luke that's what happened, and I'm a genius. But I'm, I'm sh- my confidence is shaken at the moment. Yeah. After Jay White beating Okada, <laughs> and now this. Jay White beating Okada as well has put you at the bottom of the Wrestle League table. I'm spiralling, man. I, d- I went home and I just drank. I've been on a bender since then of depression and yeah. self-doubt. Oh, man. That's all right, dude. You still there's Takeover Blackpool this weekend. There's... I don't know who's even signed for that. I just know I don't like it. <laughs> I just know that Pete Dunn's now turned heel in real life. Anyway, we get we're going off track. Never watched an episode. We're 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 going off track. We are. Um, so this was a great three way. It was a great three way to cap off a really great episode of SmackDown Live. I really enjoyed this week. In quotes, right? This is my poster review of this week's SmackDown. Very watchable. Oh yeah. Oh oh, so so watchable. Find me a more watchable episode of WWE from the last year. Flew by. They did yeah. that. Like that was a big change here. They up to the pace significantly all those bits where they're usually like hey Todd Phillips talk about all the things that are going to come up they just cut all those bits which I'm pretty sure is about 15 minutes of TV (laughs) time and just flew themselves into the next segment man I mean I woke up on a bit of a high this morning anyway with the the all elite rally that was taking place just down the road uh, from there outside the home of the Jacksonville Mm. uh, Jaguars because we're British and uh, Jaguars Jaguars exactly yeah the Atari Jaguar Um, so I was just kind of like on a high because you woke up with all that exciting news that Jericho's there which we kind of all expected but Packers also signed Joey Janela all these names and then you're listening to Wrestling Observer Radio and you've got Meltzer talking about there are other names that are going to be coming there they will negotiate with these people New Japan now might want to work with them because they don't want to lose Kenny Omega you've got all of this stuff going on so I was already kind of like not a great time to be a wrestling Mm. fan really really thrilled for for all elite but that's that's probably a saturday topic and then i watched this episode of smackdown live and i'm like oh, all right wwe what have you got to show us then let's downgrade my expectations oh, back in wwe oh, mode you've already <laughs> announced the bar versus the usos again come on guys just lay it on me and this was a terrifically watchable fun episode of smackdown not a newsworthy episode by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, we, we got the a big Royal Rumble match announced. But that was already announced two weeks ago. And then they just changed their minds. <laughs> <laughs> so was it Charlotte? No, it was, uh, be- it was, it was Becky, Becky, and, versus Becky and Asuka. Asuka they announced it, yeah. that like after TLC. And mm. then they said, no, because pa- pa- it was Paige's fault. This was the main... They announced it on main event. Yes. Because no one told the main event production team that they weren't going to announce it yet. But before no, that, apparently they changed their minds. Ah. So on 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 the Tuesday morning, it was decided that we're going to do Becky versus Asuka at the Rumble. Then before SmackDown aired, they changed their mind, but they'd already made the graphic mm. and given it to the main event production team. But then didn't tell them that the match wasn't taking place. So main event announced it was happening. Then they had to blame it on Paige because it was all her fault for having the audacity to try and make one make one more match. 
before she stepped down as GM. I think it's AJ Styles' fault. He's got to prove to the McMahons that he's the real AJ Styles. The vicious AJ yeah, Styles. Yeah, making incorrect match graphic submissions. Exactly. So, yeah, I, so I would say that it wasn't a particularly newsworthy episode of the mm. show, but... Every I loved every match on this. There was only four matches, but I loved each of them, yeah. uh, and I just I had a fun time with it. Really, really watchable. The complete counter to Raw on Monday, which, oh. despite the fact I didn't have to watch because I wasn't coming in, I still watched. Yeah, because I fooled myself. I'm, I'm blaming you for this, by the way. Your page in this in this example. <sighs> I'm blaming you because you had convinced me last week. Hey. It's going to be the first live episodes of the year. Those are going to be the ones with the big changes. And I was like, Ollie's right. 50% of the time, he's right 100% of the time. I definitely think he's going to be right here. God, and, I watched, just... and I watched it and that was a, it was a bad show. You're sending me spiraling again. <laughs> I can't predict anything at the moment. I thought Jericho would hold off for his AEW announcement as well. Um, I mean, to be fair to me, WWE kept saying it's a new era. <laughs> These, and these, nothing's changed. But these new to, faces, they're on their way. Back to this triple threat match. Yes. It was Becky, Charlotte and Carmella. I, just down to the... This feels like a, a slightly tweaked, refreshed SmackDown. When they came out, they had tweets that each person had posted in advance of this match kind of building the match Carmella is like hey I'm you know I didn't have this given to me and you know, Carmella is a great promo and Charlotte had something similar Becky Lynch's Twitter game is just the best in wrestling at the moment and it it really showed me how strong the women's division is on Smackdown at least because they've got more than just one star and how good all of those women are like that's their that is Becky and Carmella writing their own tweets largely I think they're talented. Like, they should have more input into their promo, like, segments. And, and hopefully that's what's happening. But they also had these interview backstage pre-tape things run throughout the night. One from Carmella, then later from Charlotte, then later from Becky. And those, nothing special, but they were so solid. Yeah, absolutely uh, was, yeah. And it made it feel like a big deal, that match. Uh, yeah, I, I said in the review that because they were, like, sit-down interviews... And it was just so, it was a really simple and effective way of kind of elevating the promos themselves because it wasn't just with Kayla Braxton or whatever going mm. like, you are in a match later on tonight. What do you think of that match? And, and then they then say some scripted verbiage garbage and then sort of stare off into the middle distance. It made it feel big time. It made yeah. it feel like a really big deal because they would take it or the promos were so serious. Carmella, like, I'm not the biggest Carmella fan. I've enjoyed her more since her babyface turn where she essentially just dances and. That's grand. Like, I, I much prefer that than wrestler Carmella because mm. she had an awful, awful run as champion last year. But I thought her promo was really, really great. I was like, people always overlook me. People are just expecting me to not win this match, but I'm going to go out there and prove you that I am more serious now. And I thought Becky's promo was awesome. I thought Charlotte's promo was really, really good as well. Did you see Becky's takedown of Charlotte's tweets? Which one? Well, uh, the one where... It'll be less vague. <laughs> the one which it wasn't her. So she, I think it's the actual tweet they showed in the video or in the episode where it's like, you know, I was born into this, yada, yada, yada. But she also had that with a picture of herself yes. posing in front of all of the title belts that she's won okay. with a background that was taken from the, the Dark Knight poster by the looks of it. But um, Becky said, like, it's not you in the image. Someone had taken a, a picture of Britney Spears and put Charlotte's face over it. Oh, it's it's mad. It's really weird. But are you, are you talking about because there was a Britney Spears one that Charlotte had a pose? 
I haven't seen a Dark Knight one. Well, it's, the, I mean, it's probably the same one. It's the same, it's the same Britney Spears image, but they just put Charlotte's face over Britney's, uh, Britney's face. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, the the uh, I also quite liked that this was a women's main event of TV. That, that I didn't, after I only realised that afterwards. Like back at, six months ago, oh, the women are main eventing a show. Yeah. Well, they, now I, this feels like this feels normal and natural for the women to main event a show. Yeah, I think like they just. They they had that time of being like, hey, look how progressive we're mm. being. We're doing this, we're doing this. Push it down, PR, PR. Now it's just sort of a given that they just like, you know, women main event shows all the time now, and they don't just hammer it home. This it's is quite nice. This is the best program on the show at the moment. So yeah, it's it's there. Ah, yeah, it is a uh, yes. It is yeah, we one. have seen that one. We're yeah. talking about the same one. We're talking about the same one. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Why would you post that? Like, I don't know if Charlotte's like Google. Maybe it's a bit of fan art. That's what I think it is. I think Charlotte's Googled that image, found it, and be like, that's great. That was in Laurie's News on Monday, if you want to go and check it out. But the, the match itself, they uh, it was Becky running wild early on, as she should do. And then she and a lot of the spots were based around Charlotte and Becky just hating each other. Yeah. I'm so glad they're sticking with that because there was a danger after Survivor Series where they reconciled. But it wasn't. It was just Becky saying, you go at Ronda. But yep. they still hate each other. And re- Becky's really committed and consistent as a character. I think, yes, to a degree. <laughs> I, w- I would have taken out the hug. But yes, Yeah, the hug. The hug. Yeah. Can take or leave the hug. Well, exactly. You know, you just forget about that one bit of the promo. Mm. And you just, you know, rewrite history. That's, that's a lot less than WWE usually forgets about character Absolutely. consistency. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this... Charlotte was really, really good in this match as well from a wrestling perspective, I thought. She did a, a double moon, not a double moonsault like she flipped twice. She didn't do a ricochet. No, but Becky and Carmella were on the ground and she moonsaulted onto both of them. Yep. She missed a moonsault off the top rope to the outside. Yeah, uh, Mella did a quite a nice little dive. Yeah, I worry about Charlotte's knees. <laughs> that, it's, it's the warrior in me, you know? Yeah. I see her do those spots and they're impressive, but it's just a throwaway thing. Yeah, well, Miss it, missing a double. I'm uh, not a double. Missing a moon salt to the outside. Yeah, that's a, that's a big spot. It's a it's a it's hard on the old kneecaps mm. and and you know you, the knee muscles themselves. Um, and they also did the natural selection from the top rope shades of SummerSlam because this was a SummerSlam rematch and it was really interesting <laughs> that this was a SummerSlam that. rematch but didn't feel like a rematch of sorts because the characters from that point there are in completely Mm. different places as to where they were just six months ago yeah talking about character consistency Mm. what are you Carmella (laughs) what what, what motivates you don't get me started on that Carmella character was she good at wrestling was she bad at wrestling they could never make their mind up Um, but this was it was like it was fast paced as well the in-ring action as as well as the whole show the way it was presented the actual in-ring product was very quick too and the finish was just so frantic there were loads of uh, near falls like people breaking up each other's pins yeah. and there was a great bit where like I think I can't remember what she said exactly but Charlotte pushed Carmella off Becky and just went no yeah just <laughs> like no you don't it. oh yeah. no you don't I really like that uh, but the, the finish was Becky breaking up uh, a Charlotte figure eight with a leg drop and then Charlotte gets her in the disarmor but Carmella breaks that up and then Becky you said Charlotte gets her in the disarmor gets Charlotte in the disarmor aha uh-huh. And then Carmella breaks it up, and Becky somehow makes Carmella tap in the disarmor. Yeah, I think Charlotte had hit a spear yes, on Becky, yeah, yeah. and then Carmella had kicked um, Charlotte down, and then Becky got uh, Mella in the disarmor and tapped her out for the win. No selling the spear. Oh, I know. Oof. And then 
brilliantly, and Asuka then comes out, and these two just had this stare off. But it wasn't just a stare off because they were mouthing off mm. at each other. Just sort of, we couldn't hear what they were saying, but they were just mouthing off, and it looked really, really cool. Like the images, I mean, it's the image that we've got in the thumbnail as well. Just makes it look so awesome, and yeah. it really made me excited for that match at the Rumble. I think they were saying, "What what's left in catering? Are they, <laughs> have they got any of the prawn sandwiches? I like the prawn sandwiches." What was it that she was eating when she kept uh, Charlotte kept getting attacked? Couscous. She, couscous. That was yeah. it. I was going to say Are quinoa. Any, well, it might have been quinoa actually. Yeah. Are there any uh, high protein? Grains backstage still <laughs> in catering Asuka. Yeah. And Asuka's like, yeah, actually, there's loads. Uh, yeah. But just with an angry face. Yeah, if you yeah. really want some, I would go back there now because Big E is there. Yeah. You're do- you- are you saying right now? Yeah, I want to do this right now. You should get back there. It's get- Big E's going to eat it all. Are you telling me that Xavier Woods has eaten all of the crisps? I am going to go mad if he has. They haven't even eaten it. They're just having a food fight. Oh, this is uh. the worst. Uh and yeah, so Becky is going to face Asuka for the women's title at the Royal Rumble. And what I think should happen, <laughs> I don't hate it if they don't do this. This is a ridiculous idea, but I think it would be amazing is for Becky to beat Asuka for the title. Um, that would be a shame because Asuka would only have really had one pay-per-view cycle to hold the title. And then Becky also comes out very late in the Women's Royal Rumble and wins that too and challenges Ronda Rousey in a title versus title match mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, I think a lot of us were all assuming that Becky was going to be in the Rumble. Like, mm. when they announced that she was facing Asuka a couple of weeks ago, like, after TLC, I think we all were like, huh, I thought Becky would be in the Rumble. I thought the whole point of taking the belt off of her was to put her in the Rumble, you know, and, and tell that story. And so, like you, I don't think I was expecting Becky to win here because I'd figured that she would be in the Rumble. So it's, well, like you did. Charlotte wins, Carmella takes the fall. <laughs> so it's sort of, yeah, maybe they could do that. I mean, it's not like a title challenger hasn't also been in the Royal Rumble. Let us not forget the Roman Reigns number 30 entry a few years ago. One of the biggest thunderous boos I've ever heard. You're, not allowed, to hate, you're not allowed to hate on Roman Reigns I, You're anymore. not now. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I, or maybe the way they do it, Becky wins, beats Asuka, Ronda's champion, Charlotte wins the Rumble. It's reported that the three-way at Mania is the route they want to go. Mm. It'd be a bit clunky with all the titles involved, though. Yeah, it, it could be. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm fully expecting Asuka to retain mm. uh, at the Rumble. And then Matt, maybe that's when Becky enters herself in. Maybe she beats up Carmella to steal the number 30 spot because Carmella is the number 30 entrance. Yeah, in the they, Royal they, they mentioned that on, on here. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> why, was, why is Mixed Match Challenge still making me angry? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the one way round this, because you don't want Becky to lose clean to Asuka. You don't really, even really want a disputed finish if Ronda somehow interferes mm-hmm. and costs Becky something. Yeah, or or some be, four horsewomen action. That's it, because you want to keep the plate spinning of Becky versus Ronda. Because um, Ronda sort of did that on Monday, where she mentioned Flair and Lynch in her promo talking about, hey, the women I would love to face. But it's not them because I don't really care about them. Sasha Banks. Boo! (laughs) So it'd be good to keep that plate spinning, but on the same uh, token, I would like to see Asuka retain cleanly. I think it's quite important for her to get a good clean victory. Yeah, that's the problem. Because she didn't win the title clean. So then to have your first defense not clean either doesn't really, doesn't bode well for the rest of your... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Very similar to how Raw opened with the Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley cold open brawl backstage. They did a little bit of, hey, welcome to SmackDown. I'm Todd Phillips. We've got a big triple threat for you later. But then it cut backstage to sort of the area behind the seats where you have all the 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 food area concessions concessions and it's daniel bryan there with the wwe title around his waist and fans kind of uh, what i would say like a a five meter perimeter around him like you used to get at smackdown just bring it when you went backstage and there were still fans yeah the cardboard cardboard fans would part yeah and yeah they would part and you would walk through them uh, but they would always be a certain distance away which makes me think luke that the fans that bryan eventually went (laughs) went up to were plants. You think? Because they were oh, in I, I the perimeter. I don't know, man. They did seem like genuine fans wearing the merchandise they really needed mm. them to wear at that one point, eating and drinking the things that Brian wanted to cut promos yeah. on. Yeah. They didn't have Roman Reigns t-shirts on, which would say really give away that oh, they were yeah. plants. Yeah. And um, I don't think as well. I mean, I, I can't say this for certain. I don't think that was the real merchandise stall either. Yeah, it was just one table it was with one, a guy. With one guy. This is not a Rev Pro show. This is not like your local indie fed. Hey, I've don't been... throw shade at Rev Pro. Yeah, but, like, but yeah, eight... there is just one table. There's one table with all the wrestlers selling their own gimmicks. I've been to a WWE show. There are multiple people mm. running those stages with massive queues trying to sell you merchandise, usually for guys that aren't on the card. We are being facetious, though, <laughs> yeah. because this was an absolutely oh, so incredible promo. I've decided, especially with the one later on that Brian cuts, which I think is even better than this opening one, he's the best promo. Uh, I was going to say WWE easily, but now I'm thinking the whole business. Oh, big, big claim. He was so good. He was so in his character. I so bought into everything he was saying, and there was a... Like, he's getting me to boo stuff I believe in. <laughs> he's talking about climate change, saving the planet, and I'm like, no, boo you. Yeah. I want to do what I want to do. I want to be free. But, um, yeah, Brian, he, he's he's got a real 80s vibe about him. Just yeah. the, those really intense, shouty promos. Yeah, but it's, I think to your point, 
the reason why Brian's promos work so well is because he genuinely believes what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. These are promos that don't feel like they're written by someone else. They feel like they've been written by Brian. And he has then sort of channeled his own feelings, taken things that he genuinely believes in, but be like, what is the most pompous way and most, <laughs> what's the most annoying way for me to get this across? And it, it really works. And it was a great promo, sort of cutting promos on like the, the hot dogs that this guy was eating, having a pop at a lad for drinking a fizzy drink, high glucose corn syrup out of a plastic cup with a plastic straw single use oh, because no one listened to David Attenborough it was I thought it was a brilliant brilliant promo and and the the fans gave him genuine heel heat because as he's walking through the concessions he then goes through the doors which takes you into the arena down you walk down the steps there's fans either side and he just steps at one sort of heavy set fan and, and just calls him impotent. <laughs> what do you go? Impotent. Change it. <laughs> like, he's, like he's a reverse self-help guru. No, not a reverse self-help guru. Just like a very nasty self-help yeah, yeah, guru. Totally. Uh, and he, he got real genuine heat from everyone. And that is just unthinkable compared to what yeah. Daniel Bryan has been when he's in his babyface run. It's kind of incredible, really, because he's really tapped into this this sort of like fan mindset it's kind of like so back in the day when people wanted like you were feuding with austin so how do you get people to boo you it's like well you will drink beer like austin and he's a loser and you're all losers for drinking beer as well all these fans with their beers go oh no i am drinking beer this is brilliant oh, beer's great and like there is this sort of like high mindset at the moment that veganism is awful and the reason why this country is falling apart and this world is falling apart is because Greg's have got a vegan sausage roll now, and that's the worst thing possible. And you kind of just like, you target those people and be like, you're bad because you eat meat. And you're like, no, but I'm not. Mm. And that's made me angry. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant character. It's genius. And as Brian climbs over the barricade, he's still cutting the promo. Out of nowhere, great camera work really kicked off this chaotic pace to SmackDown. Our truth flies in from the top right of the camera yeah. so he's jumped off the steel steps and hits him with a forearm boom great. we've got a match yeah <laughs> and apparently this built off from an angle that was from the Christmas episode mm. which we definitely watched oh, all, almost certainly we definitely watched yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. so this turns a, like quick commercial break come back and they're wrestling in the ring and Brian as he should do beats Truth in like a minute I loved this yeah. I loved this. Just solid. Solid. Absolutely solid. He won clean with his finish, looked dominant throughout, and looked like a champion. Mm. And it, it puts over that he's got a great finish, that he is dominant, and that he wins. He looks like and feels like a champion. And then he walks up to the ramp, gets attacked by AJ Styles, so AJ also looks strong because he sent the guy that just well, just won a match packing. And now you're like, cool. So he's cool. He wins. I can't wait to see them fight. It's simple stuff, but it's yeah. really good. And and just from a pace perspective, you're like, what? You, you, you just had this really quick match. You're walking up here. AJ attacked you. And then before you can catch your breath, as the officials are pulling Styles and Brian away, and Brian kind of walks off to the side of the entrance ramp, Rey Mysterio's music hits. Yeah. Boom. 619. And they do the... This is, this, this is where I was like... This is a new era. They did the shrink screen ad break where you can't hear what's going on in SmackDown, but it's in a corner in the side of the screen and the rest of the screen is taken up by the adverts. And they did the entrances in the adverts, not the match. What a novel concept. What a novel concept. We have been saying <laughs> this forever. 
I, I genuinely, there were a few things that happened on this show where I genuinely thought someone's watching us. <laughs> oh, if that's the case, then, can we put in our Twitter bios that we work for WWE? Yeah, that's Or that we're WWE that goes. insiders. I just, I, I've never had that before because I always think, look, there are loads of ideas out there. We're not the only people who say these things. No. But there were just so many bits, so many minor bits as well that annoy us yeah. that were changed on this show. I was like, Ryan Ward likes us. Road Dog <laughs> is a big fan. He's a piece part of the Swap Nation. Uh, this was a. Oh, I don't know. I was about to say it was my favorite match of the night, but that triple threat was so good. This but was I, my favorite match. Of the night. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Now that yeah, I, I think it was. I bloody loved this. Yes. This was such a fun ten man because Rey Mysterio comes out, and I was like, okay, so I've written Rey Mysterio's name down. I'm like, is it a promo? Is it a singles match? I don't know. And then they probably said, Randy Orton. I was like, yeah, uh, that's exactly what it is. And Jeff Hardy, that's sort of who I was expecting. And then they put up a graphic that said, what's the, the match that's coming up after the break? And it was Rey Mysterio and Mustafa Ali versus Samoa Joe and Andrade Cena Elmas. And I'm like, I'm so ready. Mm. I am so in for this tag team match. And golly gosh, did it deliver. And although these four have been in combinations over the last few weeks, this felt like a completely fresh matchup to yeah. me. And I, I like when they all got in the ring, I felt like this was in an alternate universe. That is a match at all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, at I the first th- September, uh, the September 1st event. Because yeah. it was just like, that's, it's kind of like a dream exhibition match. And that's what this was. And they had a cracking bout with no let up. And you didn't really have the ad break. Was there, there, was, ad break there was an ad break. There was an ad break, but it wasn't, it, it was built well around the action. It was in the shorter ad break. I yeah. Believe. And uh, the crowd were really into it as well. What? Why wouldn't you be mm. like this? Like you've got to be sort of hot for this because they started at you know ten and then went to eleven before for the finish. I I loved it, absolutely loved it. So Ali is really just so smooth in the ring. I love watching him wrestle. I love the forward roll through the ropes into the facebuster, and he does a crossbody to Joe on the outside. Joe catches him and does a fall away slam behind him. Launching Ali onto the announcer's table. So cool. It made Joe look awesome. And that's that's what I loved about this match. Not only was it fun, everyone looked yes. great coming yeah, out of yeah, it. Because yeah. Ray ran wild at the end, throwing loads of 619s. He did the Canadian Destroyer spot on Andrade Cien Almas, a spot that I could watch on loop for a good yeah. hour because it was so impressive. Notch mm, was Pentagon's better. Which? The Pentagon one from um, Homecoming on Sunday. Uh... Oh what? Of, oh yeah, that was definitely better. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. I, I just throwing it out there. But that's like he, he did a jump off. Of, it was, <laughs> yeah. was it Phoenix who did it? No, it was Pentagon that did mm. the, um, the. He Canadian jumped destroyer. off someone's back to break yeah. up the pin. Off and, a pin, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, incredible, amazing. But yeah, so like, so he did this. Ali was doing his dives and whatnot. Joe looked really strong, and then at the end of it, Andrade Cien Almas was the one who got the pin. Breaking up the 619, locking in the hammerlock, winning clean with his finish. It's his first win on TV since August last year, where he beat Aiden English. (laughs) Well, you know, he's proven himself. (laughs) He really proved himself in those matches against AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, star-making performances. Absolutely. Uh, I yeah I loved I loved this match. The pace was so quick. Yeah. The, there was I've written here. Why well, I wrote this in my notes for the the main event three way. Not a rest hold on the entire show in my memory. Might have been in the ad break. Hmm. That's a good point. But not untelevised, which is usually 
Half of TV wrestling action is rest holds in WWE. Mate, that is a Baron Corbin match template. Yeah. You know how they say, like, Ric Flair wrestles the same match all the time? Baron Corbin, 80% rest mm. holds. And the other thing, that there was no Jeff Hardy. There was no <laughs> Randy Orton. Yeah. I didn't notice that, and now I now I have realised that it does feel nice yeah, lovely, that they weren't it? there. I think Rey Mysterio, like just using one of those guys a week, <laughs> is is great. Yeah, because uh, Ray Ray was great here, yeah. and I love Ray. Um, but yeah, a brilliant match. And it seems like they've dropped that Randy Ray feud. It'll it'll always come back. Randy will just come up with a chair one day. Yeah, out, okay, of so out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, a fantastic match. Go out of your way to watch it. When mm-hmm. when do we say that about TV WWE matches? Yep. And then we got the Carmella sit-down promo, which we've already talked about. There was an... Continuing with this crazy fast pace of presentation, we got the Usos doing their walking through the backstage area. We've got a match with the bar. Boom. Then straight into Miz going to Shane McMahon saying, well, why have the Usos got a match against the bar? We should have a match. Yeah. Because you can book anything, right? We want to go for the tag titles. You know, last week um, we kind of made fun at SmackDown because they had that point where there was like 12 promos in a row or wherever it was. And it felt like, good crikey, I could do without mm. another promo here. This was, again, you had like a Carmella promo, the Usos, Miz and Shane, and then Rusev came out to cut a promo as well. But it never felt like, good lord, I'm sick of people talking. I just want to see some wrestling. Because I'd had a massive load of fun wrestling, and I had the awesome Daniel Bryan stuff at the start. And then it was a, it was a quick promo, quick promo, quick backstage segment, quick promo, and then back into some action again. Oh, it was great. That might be because of the variety as yeah, well. Exactly. Because the Carmella one is a pre-taped sit-down promo. Mm-hmm. The Usos mat bit was filmed completely differently. Miz and Shane McMahon was a backstage skit. Rusev was in ring. Yeah. So you, it really nice. nicely yeah, yeah. changes things up. Really good. Uh, I wrote here that the, the the dynamic of the skit was Miz wanting the title match and Shane going, "Hey, look, we need to work on our tag team act before we can go for the titles." So, which is nice because I was like, oh, they're, they're going to be friends. We want them. We want to love these two together before they inevitably break up. Mm. Um, but then he just walked away. Yes. So it wasn't as good. But by the end I, of the show, I quite liked what they're doing. I mean, in all fairness to WWE, they have got a 50% win-loss record, which, you know, that's how you get title shots mm. in WWE, yes. really. Or pin the champions yeah. in a non-title match. Then we got that Rusev promo, which was in the ring. I've got to say... It wasn't bad, but for a show that was so good everywhere else, I felt like this was the weakest part. Of yeah, the it was the it was the part of the show I probably spent the least amount of time on in the review because mm. it was Rusev came out, called out Nakamura. Nakamura was in the production truck, so it wasn't his fault. At least it made sense that he was able to show a video package. He was in the production truck and told an editor to play it. Great. Yeah, makes sense. And it's it's heelish in that Nakamura has obviously chosen the select clip yeah. to play psychological mind games with Rusev, which was Shinsuke falling backwards because of a Rusev kick onto trained wrestler Lana <laughs> in kayfabe. Trained wrestler Lana takes mm-hmm. a back bump, and that's that's why she's off TV. It's this written week. her off TV, man. It's, it's uh, whatever. You know, sometimes you just gotta. Well, just, I- just take it for what it is. I didn't make this joke in the homecoming um, review for Impact, but there was a spot when um, Tessa Blanchard hit Gail Kim, but because she was in a referee's outfit, she went down like a sack of bricks. <laughs> just, and she was like, had to recover from it because she took an errant forearm to the face. Tough as nails. <laughs> 
it's until the, you put the stripes. Refer- it's yeah. the stripes, man. It's crazy. It's why Chris Roberts isn't champion. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing <laughs> the stopping. Only reason Chris he's Roberts. not British heavyweight champion. Chris Roberts is getting so much <laughs> love on this show since the Wrestle Kingdom debut. Was it debut? It was debut, yeah. But they had a Rev Pro title match a few years ago. Yeah, but I don't. They? I think it was it was his debut at the Tokyo Dome. Mm. Uh, so Nakamura beat up Rusev afterwards when he, he sort of lured Rusev to come after him backstage, attacked him with a big box on wheels. Yeah. Not the most conspicuous of ambushes. Oh, no. It's coming towards us very slowly. But Rusev did have a fantastic line here. He even, even though he was sad Rusev, he lays the United States title down in front of him. He's sad. He's upset because his wife is at home injured. And that might be down to his actions. So I'm not out here as your uni- your United States champion. I'm I'm not out. I'm not someone I, as someone with the body of a thousand Hemsworth brothers. <laughs> you just slip even, that in there. Even when he's somber, still got to make a joke. He's still handsome. Yeah, he's still, he's, he I, is still handsome. Whatever expression he's got on his face, it's always a handsome expression. He might have my favourite haircut in WWE. If you were to take anyone's hair, it would be that. If oh man, absolutely, exactly, yeah. If I was to take anyone's hair and beard combination, because you know, right. I can't grow a full one, I, it would be Rusev's hair and beard combination. I'm just holding out for Tanahashi's. Uh, but yeah, I but know in, that's in the in, larger world of wrestling. I was going to say WWE though. Whose hair would you take? Baron Corbin's. <laughs> I've already got that one, mate. Becky Lynch had her pre-taped interview after that, and then we got uh, the Bar versus the Usos, which. It's nothing new. We've seen this a billion times before, but I was just having so much fun yeah. that I didn't mind it. Well, that was it. Like when it was, they announced they announced before the show that it was going to be the Bar versus the Use, and I thought, oh, good lord! Like I've seen this match a thousand times last week. You know what I mean? And then they and then they announced on the show. Oh, and the stipulations are: if the Usos pin the Bar, they they could get a championship shot down the line. I'm like, okay, so it's not even for the Royal Rumble. It's just at some point. Ask Naomi how those like work out. So I was like, so it kind of like wore me down. I was like, good lord! But I could watch these two have a wrestling match every single week because they're so good that you're like, yeah, they would probably pull out new spots that I haven't seen them do before. Mm. And they're so great at what they do. They know each other so well. I loved it. I had yeah. such a fun time with it. I feel like this match was a lot more chaotic than normal. Like that Cesaro spilled over the barricade almost into someone's lap. Yeah. at one point, which. It's quite rare in the sanitized WWE product. Exactly. Todd uh, Phillips gets told to move out the way before they do those sorts of spots. Yeah. Uh, that they had a... Yeah, it was just that the, the crowd were really into the Usos and there were angles. I feel like this match was more based on angles than it being an actual match. So I, it kind of gets a pass for being a repetitive combination because near the end... Uh, which one is it? Jay is going to make the hot tag... But Mandy Rose's entrance music hits. She comes out in the largest bathrobe. It's not that I want her in a skimpier towel. No. It's that I want towels that large in my own house, <laughs> they, and this is envy. They do look very comfy towels. I've researched it since oh, we yeah? talked about it last. They're co- they are called bathrobes. They are like... A, hun- a bathrobe suggests to me that's what you were wearing at my stag do and you wouldn't get out of. Which, which is like it has sleeves. That's a and- dressing gown. Yeah, but it was more like oh, bathrobes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was more like towel material. Maybe it's a bath sheet. Let me Google this. We're, we're, we're 35 minutes. Okay, they're called bath sheets. Yeah. Sorry, my you bad. You were wearing my a bathrobe. Bath. Yeah, I had a robe at the stag too. Yeah. Look at that. Look at these comfy, comfy 
dry people. <laughs> They're enormous. Kingsley, you can get a pair. We could do Kingsley Duo Jumbo Towels. Those are those are some long towels. Those are too big. I don't think Mandy's was that long. No, these are jumbo size. Yeah. They're only seven quid. They're probably sandpaper. <laughs> You're okay. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy one of those for seven quid. The ones I was looking at were in the realm of thirty pounds okay. a sheet. Yeah, those ones look like they'd be advertised <laughs> on Comedy Central before the show starts. Yeah. Uh so yes, that's uh Mandy came out in this in this giant towel, and she had the little slippers on as well. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, like I think we're we're focusing on the wrong thing here. <laughs> she said was it depends. Hey, Corey Graves would like to focus more on Mandy Rose. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, did I leave my gold short in your hotel room? And Jimmy was like, huh? But because he was so too busy going, huh? He missed the hot tag, and Cesaro hit the gotch neutralizer, and and the bar won. So the Usos don't get their tag title shot at some point down the line. Yeah, and as soon as that's over, and the Usos are kind of rolling out the ring, and and Jimmy's like, she she looked pretty good though. Yeah, that yeah. bath. Can I that, get that bath? To, can oh, I get the bath? It, look, it looks so comfy. Uh, the Miz's music hits, and the Miz comes down, and he says to Sheamus and Cesaro that he wants a tag title shot at the Royal Rumble, him and Shane, and Cesaro's like, well, let me discuss it with my partner here. And Sheamus just brogue kicks him and says, yeah, you're on. Yeah. It Why is, wouldn't you? That's that's an easy win it to, is, in their heads yeah. in kayfabe. And credit to WWE, it is one of the few matches at the Royal Rumble that is a fresh matchup we've not seen before. Hey, they promised we were going to get matchups we've not seen before, and they've actually delivered this time. I think, and I'm actually quite excited to see this. The talent in the ring, like just Cesaro, just Cesaro, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then, like Miz is a very good promo. Sheamus is great at what he does. Shane McMahon's a madman. I, yeah, I'm quite excited I to see that. Thought bout. I would hear the day where Ollie Davis is sitting, going, "I can't wait for a Shane McMahon match." Yeah, since when he came back at 2016. That was the last time I was excited. This <laughs> is because there's three other people in the yeah, ring. Yeah, I think so. That's what I helps. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I d- I'm excited for a Shane McMahon match. It's the, I'm shocked. I would say it's the one storyline, maybe of two, because I'm not interested in the Naomi one either. Um, but it's a storyline I'm not feeling on SmackDown at the moment. No. It's, it's, not, it's not ringing my bells. It's not really doing much for me. It might just be because I'm not the biggest Shane guy, but it's not really doing a great deal for me. I feel like it's got potential. Like, I'm not into it either, but I I just, there's something about that match. I think they could have a thumb, thumb bout. Yeah. Uh, A good buffer match between the two Rumbles. Oh, it'd be a perfect buffer match. Yeah. So just before we move on to the post-match angle after that bit, oh, did I say Cesaro accepted? Yes, when uh, when Sheamus booted it. Then Sheamus, hilariously, went to leave. And uh, Cesaro had to call him back saying, like, no, 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 we have to pose with the belt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. See Seamus posing with this big, goofy smile on his face going, like, oh, yep, yeah, no, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> the bar, I know what I'm doing. Uh, before the match got started, there was a Mean Gene recap, yeah. which, which was a terrific video oh, package. Such a great video package. A bit of Hogan in there for good measure. Mm-hmm. And Corey Graves had this line. I thought you might bring this up. Every tag team that competes on Tuesday nights is world class. Elite. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's a smart guy. He's made a lot of Young Bucks references in the past. Yeah. Like this, that, that could be too sweet and various bits Super like that. Super kick party. I never thought, because of course the All Elite Wrestling rally was happening across the road from SmackDown just before this, this went on air. I, uh, 
I never thought of Corey Graves as a potential defection. Oh. I'm not saying that he's probably just having fun. Yeah. But I thought, like, if you had Jim Ross, which seems to be, like, it'd be the the play-by-play guy, a Jim Ross-Corey Graves partnership. A Corey Graves that's unleashed, essentially, because he doesn't have people telling him what to say. That's, uh... I never knew I wanted that until I started just fantasy booking bits here. Mm. No, it's a good shout. Yeah, yeah it's a good shout. Um, I was going to give a shout out to Seamus that when he was doing his posing around the ring, he made sure to step on the Miz to, and walk over <laughs> him, which I thought was great. So it cuts backstage after that Miz angle and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are walking along and Mandy takes off her bathrobe or sheet to reveal that she's got all the gold she things on She had it on, on all the oh. time. Oh, what a pesky heel. She bloody loves gold. Yeah. And Naomi attacks them from out of nowhere, and Jimmy breaks things up. Yeah. But it was just so fast-paced. Everything was happening that one was after one the other. That was one segment. Yeah. That was all one segment. The tag match, the Miz stuff, and this was all one segment. Yeah, that's like three Three storylines, yeah. Entw- like, entwining as well. Yeah. You've got the tag division entwining with the secondary women's division feud. Really, really well-structured show. Then we got the Charlotte sit-down interview, and then we got... <coughs> What might be my favourite thing on the entire episode? Brian's promo. Brian's second promo. He's leaving the arena. He's got mustard stains on his shirt from where he slapped a hot dog out of a fan's hands earlier. And Kayla Braxton gets him and says, you know, you're leaving something about AJ Styles. I switched off when she spoke. But when Brian spoke, he cut a promo with such ferocity and intensity that I I just thought it was... It's the whatever the opposite of Braun Strowman's promo was. The extreme other end. Yeah. So the best something can possibly be. That was what Brian cut. And it was a promo that made complete sense. Because Brian at the start of the night was, you know, he was angry at AJ Styles. And AJ's, you know, the audacity that that man has to try and take this championship away from him when he's trying to change the world. So he was angry there. And then now he's even more angry because AJ hit him and made him run away and he's got mustard on his shirt he had had a very bad night and Kayla said she said to him like you've had a bad night and he was like what and just launched into this promo and it was venomous against AJ saying like you think AJ is vicious no no the new Daniel Bryan is vicious and I'm the WWE champion I thought it was a tremendous tremendous promo yeah great stuff and it's just like when I say that Bryan's promo work at the moment reminds me of stuff in the 80s I think I just mean he makes me want to see a blood feud match. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And just it like his promos, I come away from them thinking I want to see whoever he's facing. I don't come away thinking, well, well, I do come away thinking, well, what a good promo. But the main thing is what promos should be. That That's the reason they're called promos. They're promotional bits to get over the pay-per-view that people buy money or to, to see on TV or tickets. Yeah, exactly. They're promos. So I did just brilliant stuff from brian and at the end of it i just thought he does seem vicious this seems like an unhinged yeah, yeah. i'm kind of scared of him mm, he's no, kind of psychotic yeah it was cool really mm. really good stuff uh nxt people still on their way to wwe I'm sick and tired of seeing this video package man sick and tired and i had this um yesterday as well because i watched raw and maybe i i glazed over watching raw it's funny to watch raw without taking notes it's so easy to get distracted. Mm. It's in, it's incredible how easy it is, actually. I bet I barely saw the third hour. I get distracted when making notes. <laughs> yeah. But I um 
I, I thought to myself, I was like, God, they didn't mention the women's tag team titles whatsoever on that show. And apparently, I don't think they did here either on this show. And so I was like, you know, A, have they been forgotten about? Or B, is it just something they're not doing yet? And I had a few people t- say on Twitter saying like, hey, they, you know, they don't have to do them right now. They can just do them whenever. My argument to that was like, well, then why mention it? Why bring it up in the first place? Get people talking about it and then not do anything with it. And it's the same with these NXT guys. If you had no plan to debut them, then why air the video package to say they're on their way? Because and it'll do is air it for, uh, this is like six weeks now, six, seven weeks. With, Longer for Lars. With, yeah, yeah, he oh, Christ, yeah, with nothing hard. to back it up. So it's just filler. And it's got to the point now where I'm now no longer fussed about them debuting on the main roster. Mm. They've already made them boring. They've already flattened them out to a mid-card <laughs> exactly, level by yeah. doing this. Because, and to, to Pritchard, your your point, it's because it was the new era. Vince de- and the McMahons decided to say this new era, but just with words and no action. So you get these announcements. The, the women's tag title announcement was so flippant. Just like a line in a pre-taped video package of Vince dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. Like, that's just... And nothing's really been said afterwards about... I don't think it's been brought up at all. Iconic said last week they were going to be the first um, right. women's champions, but that's about it. But, like, I... Why do all of those things like this? Because I think as wrestling fans, we like it when big shocking angles happen, stuff we don't expect. That's not to say you can't for sh- you can't not foreshadow people, because sometimes doing video packages before people debut is a good way to get them over look at the Wyatt family but this was this is just this is laughable now and what's your least favorite one because I I've, I feel like I've watched them so many times I hate the EC3 one <laughs> I hate it <laughs> I, I started off being start. like ah, it's a, it's, it gets over his character now I hate Actively it hate it I'm, I'm really certain to hate that one I don't like the Lacey Evans one either because that Lacey Evans one says nothing about her. At least the EC3 one says something about him. And the Heavy Machinery one features them eating steaks and lifting weights. The Lacey Evans one says nothing. Mm. It may as well just say, Lacey Evans, she is a wrestler. Loses on main event. Yeah, oh God, what a brilliant way to debut them. Uh, I, did, You know when you listen to an album, an album that you love, and you always listen to it in sequence, of course. That's how they were devised, Spotify. Don't playlist it up. And at the end of one track, as that starts to fade out, you'll start playing in your head the start of the next track, right? Mm-hmm. That's na- that is now na- because it's in the same order every time. The but the start of EC3's music, yeah. I just oh, oh I hate it. So the um, so there's people who say like oh well you know they'll wait until after the Rumble, they'll wait till before Mania, they'll do it after Mania, and then so again why bother announcing it? Why? announce all six of them at once why not spread those announcements out if you had no plan to debut them anytime soon you could have just said like here okay so ec3 is coming then the next week you say heavy machinery are coming next week lacey evans is coming and you sort of like you drip feed this information to get people be like oh wow i can't wait to see who they're going to announce next week rather than here are six names and we're just going to keep telling you they're on their way to wwe it's also, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad on so many levels because if they all de- do debut in the Royal Rumble match, they're going to get lost in the shuffle. That, and that, that's a proper Alan Partridge shrug moment. And they're all going to lose. <laughs> None of them are winning. No. So, yeah, you, your big debut will be eventually being thrown over the top rope. So we managed to do it. We managed to find something to criticise heavily in this great episode of SmackDown. But that's technically something that we could criticise that was on Raw as well. Yeah. 
Um, so it's a larger picture problem. Mm. Because we've already talked about the triple threat, we'll close on the the sort of the final bit of the Ms. Shane stuff, which was backstage. Shane says to Ms. Well, that's not what I said. I didn't say go out there and get the title shot. I said, let's work on ourselves. And Miz is like, oh, but I believe in us. I believe in us as an act, you know, daddy issues, stuff like that. And Shane's like, you know what? Okay, let's do this. So before I was like, I wish they were just doing montage training videos, kind of in that Hulk Hogan, Mean Gene Oakland vein Mm -hmm. that's been brought up so brilliantly this week. Now I think they might do it. Yeah. I think that's the way to get everyone invested in them as an act. Miz is so funny. He could, like, those total Bella skits he did before the Cena Nikki match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Something in that vein. He's got two weeks. Well rather I say <laughs> that he they have got two weeks. They've got two weeks to kind of like build yeah. something into this match. Um I mean at the moment really just says that Shane's not in the rumble. Or That's positive. Although he might be though. Because still think, might be yeah, yeah. he he, st- he still might be. On the on, on He might well. win. I could <laughs> I could I could see them getting the tag belts. Oh, I thought you meant the Rumble. No. He could win. I mean, in all fairness, he could also win the Rumble. Yeah, he's the best in the he's world. The best in the world. Um, on the Rumble, something else I just want to briefly criticize mm. WWE. I hate that graphic they've got for the people that are in the Rumble, where it's just it, like it's in a square, but it keeps flashing and changing. I can't work out who's in it. They don't, so leave, no- they do, they don't leave people on screen because it's not the same faces. It's they add new faces in, but move other people to different mm. places. So at the end of it, I'm like, I don't really know who's in that rumble, aside from the entire women's division. Well, that no one's, match. not everyone's been announced. They think they're just random f- faces. Like uh, the old Royal Rumble one two years ago, they had just loads of names. And yes. people were like, Zack Sabre Jr.'s name's in there. Yeah, and I think Tyson Kidd's name yeah. was there or something. And it was just because they just put everyone on the roster. With on the, the women, graphic. though, I would imagine all of them are in the yeah, rumble. Yeah, because they haven't got as many. Yeah. Um, well, that's all we've got time for. I, I would say this was a solid four out of five. Yep. A, a high smack, uh, high smacktastic. Yeah. Is it smack bang in the middle there, which is not what I want to give it. High smacktastic. Uh, I think you and I were discussing when I came into the office. It was just, it was just missing that killer angle. Mm. It was just missing that real newsworthy killer angle to kind of push it into that smackdown territory. Yeah, but it's very close. Yeah. Cheese reviews first. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to pre-read them. That's oh, what yeah. I'm doing before I read them out loud. I can do this one. Cheers, Robbie Stanley. He's got two first names. Wrestle Talk is great, consistently adequate. Oh, oh yes, man. that is exactly the sort of review I we're love after. Consistent stuff. Oh, nice. uh, from It's Your Mother, they wrote consistent quality. Oh, oh well, quality is so a big word. This is easily my favourite wrestling podcast. Their YouTube channel got me back into it, and their podcasts always provide a bit of fun and laid back, yet informative approach to their reviews and conversations. I always give myself the chance to have an episode ready for my daily commute. Quite proud to be a member of the SWAF Nation. Keep up the consistent quality work. What was with the accent? I don't know. I th- I felt like it was. I was halfway through. And you no- thought, oh, Shah Samuels wrote this. Nothing on you. It's your mother. But I got bored. <laughs> so, so I to entertain myself. And when I, if- you did this yesterday, when you were reading out Shivam Sharma's Russell Talk Get Better. You both, yeah, you both said she was like, this is rubbish. <clears throat> this is why you're good. Uh, no, we didn't say that was rubbish. Shivam, you've done so well. We were talking about it later. Like, we're, like, we're not, we weren't, I, I felt like we didn't get across that we weren't. You really didn't. Did, did we not really? Not really. We were, no. we're very happy with your progress. Those numbers don't lie. 
we've got an issue with the the, the pictures that were provided <laughs> showed very little improvement because we couldn't see most of you. Yeah, and you were wearing baggy clothes. I think that's. That's, I mean, I've, I didn't see the images, mm. so I don't know. But I've got a WrestleTalk get better for you. Uh, I'll show you how this is done. This one comes in from Phil. Hi, Luke, Laurie, Ollie, possibly Randy as no, well. Remember the new rule. We're not mentioning. If, and even if someone says Randy's name, you can say Randy's name, but it's Hi, Ollie, Luke, and Laurie, mm-hmm. or whichever order you want to do that in. It is by preference. Yep. Then you say, but not hi to Randy. Okay. So that's what you've got to say. If you want to say hi to everyone. Uh, was listening to the first podcast of the new year and Ollie was talking about his break and running during it and it reminded me of an earlier comment he made about chafing and runderwear. Chafing can happen pretty easily, especially if you're not dressed properly. Cotton clothes will often, uh, will actually retain sweat and other moisture making you uncomfortable and could cause discomfort. When it is wet, the fibers of cotton become rougher and add to the chafing. Always dress with synthetic fibers like polyester or with polyester with a bit of wool. Yes, wool. Polyester and especially wool are extremely moisture wickening and retain very little moisture. Wearing tops, bottoms, underwear, and socks with wicking, uh, wicking? Wicked, wicked, wild. That's what I thought. Wicked, wicked, wild, wild, wild west. Uh, properties will cut down on chafing quite a lot. Also, there are a lot of athletic wear that is uh, seamless that could help out too. Anyways, hope this helps you, Ollie, and any of the SWAF nation going after their 2019 gold. Stay consistent. Philip. Yeah, there was, I, I was such a cliche over the weekend. First weekend of January, I was in a running shop buying running trainers. Oh. And there were so many people in there, so many chumps, just (laughs) like me, who are going to start something and then drop it when it becomes too hard. Yeah. I I think I'm going well. I've got my running watch on that I got for Christmas. Yeah. See it? Uh Uh-huh. So it will show me. I've got a heart rate of 68 right now. What does that mean? It means I'm amped, man. Because my average resting rate today has been 51. Are you, are you so amped because of all the AEW Yeah, I'm just amped. I'm just amped. I'm G... G G F W Ant. <laughs> Excellent pull. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. No, I, I was like, is it Global Wrestling? Well, no, no, it's G F W. Yeah. Oh, great pull. Good work. Um, I've got a got an email oh, here. Oh, from- actually. I did some research into chafing mm-hmm. over the Christmas holidays. Well, and Datsun gave you that wonderful uh, present at Christmas. Oh, God, it was a rubbish secret Santa. Uh, so I'm so hairy. Did we talk about this? Apparently, I've got very hairy nipples. <laughs> the, the hair on my nipples is as, is probably the longest hair on my body. Mm. Not attached to my head. Yeah. And uh, that will stop chafing. Well, I wax my balls. So. Okay. So. <laughs> if I let it, maybe. Yeah, so apparently that will, that provides like a little force field Around to stop nipples. the, the oh. nipples chafing because that's the biggest problem. Okay. Yeah. Well. Do you want to see? No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thanks. I could pull one up <laughs> <laughs> over and out. My top. It's that long. <laughs> uh, I've got this email here from Dave Feloni. Great name, Dave. Uh, hey, Luke, just listen to the last Wrestle Ramble where you spoke about Nando's having more vegetarian options than Frankie and Benny's. Good news! Yesterday, Frankie and Benny's announced they have added loads of vegan options to their menu as a part of Veganuary. I might actually be going there tonight because I'm going to go to the pictures on my own. And so I may treat myself to a Frankie and Benny's meal beforehand because it's literally outside my cinema. Um, that, that's, uh, that's always a thing that's near cinemas. I think Cineworld have got a deal with yeah. Nando's and Frankie and Benny's and probably Chiquito's 
that you know if we're going to build here then you can also build your little restaurants um, alongside it and then we'll do deals between the lot partner of promotions exactly talent yeah. exchanges exactly and so there's loads of decent pages on instagram you're sort of talking about um uh, people who might not be interested uh, are familiar with veganuary which is a bit sort of like stoptober and uh, where you're looking to ditch meat for the month so there's loads of decent pages on instagram i know you don't have an account uh, in the vegan community but maybe your lady partner would like to follow them the handles are at uh now you know it's vegan and accidentally vegan uk hopefully i can send you ollie and fakador some vegan snacks eventually kind as regards dr david feluni a doctor of vegan Mm. Uh, i actually after my my long run on sunday we were walking back hey i'm hungry i'm kind of delirious ollie needs sugar sharpish what's that down the road it's a vegan market three minutes from our house and i had some vegan food and it was the best vegan food I've ever had. Why are we just bringing up veganism? Like, why do you keep bringing it up in conversations that <laughs> because aren't Because it's vegan annuary. You get, you, get a, you get a free pass in this really awkward pun that I can't say. Yeah. I think it's a terrible... What, ter- veganuary? Veganuary. I think it's a terrible name. Yeah. I don't think it works as well as everyone says it does. It's not as clever as Stoptober, I don't think. No, that's, that's an all-time... Or Movember. Movember's great. Yeah. Uh, did you hear Brandy Rhodes's epic pun that she is the chief brandy officer I love that. and not as in like brandy the drink but brandy her name yeah. branding very good it's brilliant yeah um but yeah this was a i can't remember what it's called because it, i think it's a south Af- see the african thing it was mac Phenomenal and cheese accent, thank like. you mac and cheese inside a deep fried folded over pizza oh so it's, hello mate i know hello <laughs> so it's mac and cheese effectively in a calzone yeah and they've deep fried that and then they've given me this cashew replacement probiotic cheese sauce yes please mate ah just incredible oh i was unprepared for how not just delicious it was but filling me up yeah there was no meat in that and i felt full for six hours and i had a vegan donut as well i would like some of that Mm. thank you very much uh where is this where is this market (coughs) it's uh it's the brewery down my road Mm. which does a fantastic porter (laughs) so uh actually you should come up i should yeah it's the first first sunday of every month oh absolutely yes please mate i know my wife is listening so We'll, uh, she'll, she'll definitely want to get on that. We'll get some dates in the diary. I would like that very much. I'm going to read this quick email here from Harrison Berry. I know we said we might do a, a Agony Arts, but I haven't got time, I'm afraid. I'd like, to ded- I'd like to dedicate a lot of time to Agony Arts. And I feel like if we don't do them at the start know, of, a, yeah. of the second of the outro, we just won't have time. But this comes in from Harrison. says, Hi, Luke and Ollie. You may remember my last email when I asked you about a pay-per-view to show my girlfriend to try and convert her to mm. being a wrestling fan. I took your advice and decided not to show her a full show, but just a few matches from shows I enjoyed. Over the Christmas break, we sat down and watched the following. TLC from WrestleMania X7 because Carnage. Fantastic choice. Here's an odd one. John Cena and The Rock from WrestleMania 28. But he does clarify, because she knows who they are. Yeah, I, d- I can see the yeah, benefits of I that. think so as well. Asuka versus Ember Moon from TakeOver, because it's a great women's match. Mm. I probably would have gone with Bailey Banks from TakeOver Brooklyn not, 1. Not the one I would have chosen. Yeah. Alice, but I, it's, it's fine. Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream, because Black is my favourite wrestler. And, drum roll please, her favourite out of all of them... Volta versus Will Ospreay from OTT's fourth anniversary show. Oh, fantastic. He calls She's him, got he, taste. And he says, what a mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, she says how interesting, and uh, she said it was interesting, and she can see why I like it, and she may watch more with me sometimes, but won't oh. go out of her way to watch it, which is understandable. Thanks for the advice, guys. That was a polite letdown, that was. Yeah. I can see why you like this. It's the killer word in it is interesting. Mm. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. No, that's, that's, oh, okay, you like this thing. I can see you like it. Uh, it's totally not for me. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it's crap. But, no, uh, it, my wife had the exact same reaction when she watched WrestleMania. Um, when we first, actually before we started dating. Um, so it was WrestleMania bah, 31, I think, with Triple H Sting. It's the one where the Undertaker's streak right. was broken. That was, oh God. Was that but 28? That was, what? Uh, I seem to remember her being there for 31, but she wasn't. That was I the can't one remember outside. where any WrestleMania's happened. I've got Daniel Bryan at 30, Undertaker and that's it. streak broken. It was 30, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, WrestleMania 30. So it was WrestleMania 30 that she watched, and at the end of it, she was like, it was long, I don't want to watch it again, but I can see why you like it. Mm. Yeah. Ah. Oh. She was so confused at the start, though, because that's the one where it opens with Hogan and then Austin and Rock come out. And me and my, my mate, uh, John, were just, like, super into everything. And she was like, I have no idea who any of these people are or why this is happening. She doesn't know who Hulk Hogan is. Probably not, no. What? He has transcended... And The Rock transcended wrestling. I reckon The Rock... She Hogan would, knows best. Well, Rock is a name that she would know, and she would recognise The Rock. I think Hogan is a name she might recognise, but if you put a picture in front of her, she might not know who the picture is. No, Hogan is in the Ch Charlie Chaplin thing, where, like, anyone in the world... You go to a remote village in, in the Amazon mm. and say, draw me Charlie Chaplin, and they'll do, like, the bowler hat and the, and the moustache, and then you say, draw me Hulk Hogan now, and they'll do... The, the, they draw you a leather couch. The the the, the moustache, the bandana, the glasses. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's listened to this. I might have misremembered it, um, but I think she's probably confused as to why we were that excited for three old guys just talking mm. to each other for seemingly half an hour. Well, that's WrestleMania. <laughs> it's WrestleMania. It's the showcase of the immortals. Seriously, guys, stop being so immortal. <laughs> Make way for some new guys, though. Well, we've got to get that Triple H match in. Anyway, that's all we've got time for on this episode. Oh, uh, Laurie and I will be back tomorrow with uh, Board Game Corner, uh, most likely, for the NXT review, which I think is probably more what you're going to tune in for. Um, and are, are they actually having a show this week? NXT? Yeah. Oh, well, is it more best ofs? Well, it would be the results of the best of thing, but I can't imagine that's going to take up the whole show. If it does... I may hang myself, but I, I can't guarantee that's going to happen. Um, just watch the takeovers, mate. honestly. <laughs> just, honestly, so well, it was a Patreon goal, man. It was a Patreon goal. Um, we we might be going to NXT Takeover Blackpool. We are when not, we're not going. going. Uh, we did get an email from someone asking if we were going. He said, "I know you were trying to get uh, Ollie to go." Um, uh, so, uh, Alex, to, to answer your question, no, because Ollie does not want to go. <laughs> your exact, it's a big trip. Your exact word to me was like, if it was something better than Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey, I might have gone. Ah, oh, that makes me sound really... That coupled with my Pete Dunne thing in the opening of yeah. the show makes me sound... Makes me sound bad. Uh, but he does end with a joke. Um, hey, the shovel was a groundbreaking invention. So yeah, that is all we've got time for. We'll be back tomorrow, Laurie and I, for the NXT review. And then Ollie and I will be back on Saturday for the magazine version of this show where likely we'll be talking about AEW and what it means for the wrestling landscape in 2019. Take care. I love you all.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.